Straight Talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Soul Talk. This is Leora Mandel with Rabbi David Aaron. Rabbi Aaron and I have been having a real foundational conversations about really trying to understand and break down who is God, what is God's involvement in the world. God is one, so how do so much of the world that seems separate from God exists, fundamental conversations. And that really leads me to the next question in the series of conversations with you, Rabbi. And I really appreciate we're doing this step-by-step. Every single time you really give me new thoughts to think about that really takes some processing time. So God, there's nothing outside of God. Reality is God. Nothing can exist outside of it. There's no independent being or entity outside of God. We've been discussing that, but it really needed to make choices that can, so to speak, even go against God. I mean, we're not automatons. We're not robots that can only do what God tells us to do. As far as I know, there's a concept of free will. Yet with what I'm understanding is nothing exists outside of God or can even go against right, God. Right. How do I have Just to Just before I, uh, I try to address that. So before I uh, attempt to address your question, uh, I do I do want to just do a little edit. You said reality is God, but that's not true. God is reality, but reality is not God because God is even more than reality because we always have to remind ourselves that whatever we say about God will always be within the context and the frame of reference of our limited minds, and we have to remind ourselves of that. So I just wanted to make that clear. Uh, we once mentioned that before. Sometimes I hear people say, well, everything is God, and that's not true. I can say God is everything, but I can't say everything is God because God is even greater than everything. But also, God is everything, but everything's not God because God is greater than everything. But anyways, I I just want to now try and talk about free choice and determinism. So first of all, there's there's no way around this. This is a paradox. And one of the things that we don't appreciate is that we think that everything needs to fit into the neat packaging of our logic, classical logical minds, and that there's something called either or. Now, quantum physics has now introduced us to what's now become called quantum logic, which is that there is a reality called either or, that you can have two opposites that are at one with each other, and it's beyond the either or. Uh, You know, Mark Twain once said, that perhaps you didn't make a bad choice, but you had bad imagination because there was a third choice you didn't even inter- entertain. And, uh, and so too, we, we think there's only two choices here, either it's free choice or it's determinism. Is it possible that there's a truth that transcends the either or and somehow is able to include both of them, 100% free choice and 100% determinism and somehow they don't contradict each other? Now, I, uh, you know, honestly, our brains can't wrap around that because we have these, uh, these, these logical brains that has decided that there's an either or. And it really starts with, with Aristotle saying that there's a, a law that A can't be A and not A. But uh, there's something called quantum logic, uh, which uh, actually uh, paradoxical logic which says that actually A can be A and and not A. I'll give you an example. Uh, Black is not white. Okay, but you can't have black without white. So that would be mean that white is a part of black. So not black is a part of the very definition of black. You can't have up without down. Well, they seem to be mutually, uh, you know, exclusive. But if you can't have up without down, that means that down is an integral 
part of the very definition of up. So not up, which is called down, is actually a part of up. And so that's uh, just a little taste of paradoxical logic, whereby mm. we've been convinced that opposites are separate, when in fact opposites emerge out of each other. So uh, we seem to start off with this premise that, well, you can't have free choice and determinism at the same time. But you actually can. And it actually says that in Perkeia Vot, the chapters of our father, Hakot Safui, all has been foreseen, and yet permission has been granted. And so going back to uh, there's nothing but God, God is reality, there's, there's nothing other than God. But the truth is that, um, that within God is us, and we're not God. And somehow not God is a part of God. We brought this up in a previous conversation that it's very much similar to a, a baby within the womb of her mother. The baby's not the mother, and yet the baby exists within the mother. The baby's a part of the mother. The baby can't exist without the mother. So then the baby doesn't have an independent status, and therefore would it be correct to say there's a mother and a baby? No, there's just a mother, and included within her is a baby, which is not the mother. And so how is it possible if there's nothing but God that I could do something other than the will of God? And yeah, you, you can. That's the mystery. The mystery is that you can do other than the will of God while remaining within the, so to speak, the context of God. The interesting point is, and it actually is coming to a portion near you, uh, that you can, you can choose to do other than God's will, but you can never oppose God's will. And that's a very fine line. Uh, in other words, uh, what we see in the, uh, let's say, the story of Jacob and his brothers, the, uh, the brothers are very, very concerned and feel very threatened that uh, Joseph has intentions of becoming a tyrant in, and, and controlling them. And so they decide that he's a danger and he needs to be getting, got rid of. And uh, they see him and they say, well, now let's see what's going to happen to this guy's dreams. And uh, they sell him as a slave. Well, the truth is that their attempt to undermine his dream is exactly what enabled his dream to come true. So, they, they, so their intention and their choice was to fight his dream when in reality what happened is they enabled his dream. Uh, same thing with King Pharaoh. King Pharaoh has decided that he wants to kill all the Jewish baby boys, wipe out all the male population of the Jewish people. And uh, what he's decided, and that's because his astrologers told him that they see in the stars that the Messiah of the Jewish people will be, uh, will be brought down through water. The water is somehow the 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 end of the messiah the jewish people now what they were seeing was actually without knowing it that yes the the downfall of moses the end of his career is when he hit the rock rather than spoke to the rock for for the for for you know relieving releasing water from the rock so i did so really the downfall of moses really was tied in with water well they didn't know the details they just saw that the messiah the jewish people is going to be born and the way of uh, and the downfall of of him the uh, would be water so they recommended that it seems in the, they they assume that that means that the way 
to get rid of the Messiah, the Jewish people is to drown him. So he was so worried about the Messiah, Jewish people couldn't figure out which one is. So he decided to kill all the Jewish boys. Well, what happens is he, his decree is now has all the um, little Jewish boys being thrown into the Nile and uh, Moses's mother puts Moses in a, in a little uh, kind of uh, little boat, <laughs> puts him in the water. The astrologers say, ah, oh, the Messiah has been thrown into the water. Of course, they don't have the ability to get detail. And so they didn't realize that he was thrown in the water, but he's in a little boat. Happens to be that Pharaoh's own daughter is taking a walk along the riverside. She sees this little Jewish boy. She takes him home and adopts him. And the irony is that he, King Pharaoh, gives Moses a royal education to prepare him to be the leader for the Jewish people. So he had every intentions to destroy the Messiah of the Jewish people. And that was his choice. And yet his choices ended up fulfilling and enabling the very, the, the, the very plan. And the same thing in the Purim story. In the Purim story, Haman uh, wants to destroy the Jewish people. Uh, and, and, and nobody gets in his way. He, he basically is given free hand to, to, to work through his plan to destroy the Jewish people. And yet the strange thing is, ironically, his efforts to destroy us ended up not only destroying us, but giving us a new future. Uh, and again, so here are examples of people who choose to do other than God's will. And yet even the choice to do other than God's will ends up serving God's will. So here's this strange interplay between do you have free choice? Yes, you do. Um, can you undermine the plan of God? What's being determined divinely? No, you can't. Well, how can you put those two together? Well, you have free choice and you can choose to do other than God's will. But even when you choose to do other than God's will, even that will serve God's purposes. And, uh, and so if that's true, so then what difference do my choices make? Hmm. That was going to be my next question. Right. Uh, I've been, you can tell I've been doing this for a while. <laughs> you know, uh, yeah. what, what, is, uh, what difference does my choice make? The truth is it makes a difference to you. Uh, it won't make a difference to the big story, but it'll make a big difference to your story. Because why would you choose to do other than God's will? It's because you're under this illusion that there's God in me, or maybe there's no God at all, and there's just me, and, and I can do whatever I want to do, and I don't have to take in consideration a higher power. And so when you choose to do other than God's will, you're reinforcing the illusion that you exist separate from God, or the delusion that there is no God, and that becomes your own hell. You're behaving in a way, you're making choices that is feeding a lie that you are a self-contained, separate entity set apart from God rather than a part of God. And so you're not God, and because you're not God, you have free choice. But because you're a part of God, your free choice will never undermine the ultimate will of God, but it will undermine the ultimate perception of who you are and your connection to God. Hmm. So anytime I make a choice, Ultimately, it sounds like what we're saying is the results of the choice aren't really up to me because they have to be in line with what God wants. 
But no matter what the result of the choice is, I'm held responsible for having made that choice because that's sort of the purpose of who do I become, whatever version of me I'm going to become is through the choices I make. Excellent. You got it. Exactly. You know, a person can choose to kill a person. They take the gun and they pull the trigger. When they choose to pull that trigger, infinite possibilities are available. Their only choice is in the choice itself. They could pull the trigger and the trigger jams. They could pull the trigger, but there was no bullet. They could pull the trigger. There was a bullet, but it was a dud. It was a real bullet. It was a live bullet. They pull the trigger. They shoot, but the victim moves. There are endless possibilities. And so you don't really have control of the results of your choices. You have control of the choice itself, but not the result of the choice. And, uh, and, 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 but so then, so what really is the result of my choice? What can I point to that says was my own doing? It's how you define who you are. Your choices don't determine what you end up accomplishing in terms of the consequences of your action. Your choices define who you are. Are you a part of God? existing within them, a part of them. And if you knew that, why would you ever want to go against God's will? But if you choose to go against God's will, then you are literally nurturing and maintaining this illusion that you are separate from God. Uh, and, and, and that becomes your pain. You are, you know, we all long to belong to that which is beyond. And when we choose to go against the will of God, uh, which, again, as I mentioned, you really can never go against the will of God. You can only choose to do other than God's will, but even other than God's will will serve his purpose. Uh, but it will really not serve your ultimate purpose, which is to realize who you are and celebrate who you're part of, which is God. Hmm. So then I have a question, because there's times uh, where we agonize over making a decision. Should I do something? Should I not? Is this right? Is this wrong? Meaning I but in the end of the day, if the, the results of what happens will happen no matter what I decide to some degree, meaning the, the choice affects me, but the reality of what happens won't be up to me. And especially I feel like this is a question for sometimes the choice between good and good. We can't know what the results will be. Should I send my child to this school versus that school? It's not about really right and wrong, but people can have so many regrets. Oh, maybe I made a mistake. And in a sense, it sounds like from what you're saying is when you make a decision, the results aren't in your hands. So you can't look back necessarily and say, oh, had I made another decision, something else might have happened because what ultimately happens is up is not up to us. Well, but the question is, what's the happening that I'm looking for? It's true that my choice isn't going to determine what happens outside of me, but it is going to determine what happens inside of me, which is really where it matters. Because my choice is going to determine what's happening inside of me. And what's inside of me is happening is I'm nurturing a, 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 a perception that I am an alien entity separate from a higher reality that encompasses me and embraces me. And so, and even the same thing with the choice between good and good. The question is, what do you base your choice on? Is your choice based on, I want to live in the most purest way the purpose of God. And is that what I'm asking myself? How, which one of these choices would better serve the purpose of God? What is the purpose of God? To bring more love in the world, to bring more peace in the world, to bring more kindness and compassion and, 
and and integrity and peace and and justice and truth and on and on and on. Is that what it's based on, or am I making this choice because this is just going to make me feel good? Uh, but it, how much is this going to make anybody else feel good? And very very often the 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 ultimate the ultimate expression of choice is when you choose to do what you don't feel like doing, but you do it anyways, because it's the right thing to do. It's the good thing to do. It's the, it's, it serves the high, the highest good, even though it doesn't feel good, I'm going to do it anyways. That's an incredible exercise of the power of free choice. Hmm. And it could be between, be, could be, be between good and better. Uh, but it's always goes back to, what is the compass that you are, what is the North star of your decisions and your choices? Is it about wanting to live in the most ideal way or is it about making the most, you know, you know, it's like making a, like they, they say this with companies that companies that found were founded on the, on the desire to make money rarely become stellar companies, Stel companies that are founded on a purpose where they want to enhance the quality of people's lives with their products and their services. That's what makes the difference. And so the question is, are your choices being made on is, am I going to make a big buck off this big deal? Or am I going to make big meaning off this great ideal? Hmm. Well, this is really, really fundamental. We talk about understanding God, but in very we're getting into really practical. This really makes a big difference in our lives and how we live our lives and how we make the decisions that we have to make in our lives, understanding that those decisions are so important because ultimately it's not that we can change God and change what God's plan is for the world, but through our decisions, we're changing ourselves. And that is, as we explained in earlier times, that's what we're here to do. So this is very significant. I wanna thank you all for joining us, Rabbi David Aaron and Leora Mandel. Thank you for joining us, Soul Talk. If you love Israel News Talk Radio, then you'll love our Facebook page. We keep you up to date on what's happening in Israel, plus little surprise treasures that we don't share on the radio. Go now to follow us on Facebook. Just look for the Israel News Talk Radio Facebook page. And don't forget to subscribe and follow us by clicking on the like button. We post great stuff there that you'll want to share. Israel News Talk Radio on Facebook and Israel News Radio on Twitter. If you're hearing this message, everyone else can too. Advertise with Israel News Talk Radio and get your message out to people. We'll build a personalized package for you. Contact advertising at IsraelNewsTalkRadio.com. Straight talk from Israel. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. Hey, this is Jake in Anchorage, Alaska, and I love listening to all the super interesting interviews and up-to-date information on what's happening in Israel. Hello, this is Anna King, originally from London, now living in Israel. And what can I say? Israel News Talk Radio is my cup of tea. My name is Bhaskar. I'm from India, and I love listening because you get to know the truth and wonderful voices from this lovely country. Mom! Okay, wait a minute. Hi, this is Chava Dots, and I'm calling for the rolling hills of Malaya Dumin, just north of Jerusalem. I always listen to Israel News Talk Radio to get all the latest news and commentary and to keep me up to date every day. This is Sarah Dots from Malaya Dumin, and I'm 12. I wish Israel News Talk Radio was boring so my mom wouldn't listen to it all the time. Mom! 
You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio. News, opinion, and more. You're listening to Israel News Talk Radio.